that easy. So oftentimes in the Bible, we land on this topic of becoming new, right? Being born again. We understand this, like this process that God makes us into something that we are not right. But what does that actually mean for our life? I think that we miss that so often that, that we, we can see it in some aspects, but in some others we don't. And I know in our lives, this is a vastly different thing. Like it looked very different, right? And so I want to talk through this verse, talk about um, maybe John chapter three as well, and just kind of meditate on that phrase, on on that understanding of becoming new again, being born again. What does that actually mean, right? So we're in second Corinthians um, chapter five, verse 17. And it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So a very simple verse, right? And this is something that is quoted so often in our lives because we see that um, story of, of regeneration kind of over and over in people's lives where maybe they, they are addicted to something and they stop being addicted to it, right? Maybe they're um, uh, struggling with this certain thing in their life and then they, they begin to come overcome it, right? Um, so for us, what does that actually look like? What is, what is becoming a new creation to you look like? Giving up your fleshly ways. Mm-hmm. Um, like for me, it actually looked like I stopped hanging out with some of my friends who were influencing me negatively. Yeah. I was doing negative things with, yeah. with, with them. Um, and like I went from not cussing, like from cussing like a sailor to not cussing and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So like my life was night and day different. So right. I totally relate to this well. Right. So in, in your life, you saw that huge change from like I was one way and now I'm another. Right. right? Like like Mary Magdalene's line from The Chosen, right? Uh-huh. Like this is such a popular thing. This is how we see testimonies in a lot of times in the world, right? Yeah. Um, and we see this like I was the sinful, horrible person and then I came to Christ, mm-hmm. right? And, and you had this major change in your early 20s where it was like you went from this party lifestyle. You were part of the Red Cup gang. Like, you know, like that was your life, right? Red Cup group. Oh, sorry. Group. That sounds way better. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you were part of that. And then you, you kind of switch to now being who God wants you to be. Uh-huh. Not instantly, but pretty drastic, tr- pretty drastically. Yeah. Right. 100%. Um, how you go from doing this life to doing this life yeah. and you kind of cut off people, you cut off addictions, you cut off habits, you cut off lifestyle to mm-hmm. become something completely new. Now, it doesn't look like that for everybody, right? Yeah. So for me, for example, like I have never touched a drug in my life. I've never gotten drunk in my life, right? I didn't have sex before marriage. Like all these different things for me was like, this is what God wants me to do from a very young age, right? And some of that was legalistic, but a lot of it was really what God wanted me to do. And I was trying to be obedient to that, right? Mm -hmm. Again, not that I didn't make mistakes, but this was my life, right? And I'm not going to pretend like it wasn't. Yes, I was a sinful person, but the sin didn't dictate my life. God did mm. to, to a, a major majority of my life, right? Yeah. And, and so for me... That's a um, beautiful thing. I, I, right, but that's that's what I'm saying here. It's like the new creation piece of this, I think, looks different We're for everybody. We're still a new creation. I'm not saying that I'm not, but that new creation piece happened when I was five. Yeah. Right? Instead of when I was 22. Right. 
instead of when I was 55, mm-hmm. right? And so for me, like, how much darkness did God save me from that I could have been in? Right. You know? Yeah. Um, That's why it's a beautiful thing. Right. And I, I think it's amazing as well, but it just looks differently for me. And so God's I, grace. And so, but how do we work through that? You what know? Do you mean? Because Outside. oftentimes people will, will, will neglect my testimony, right? Mm. Because they won't see it as a, as a beautiful thing. They'll see it as sometimes in which you've seen it as when we got married was, oh, no, you're, you're just going to go crazy at some point. And then you'll have to come back to God. Sure. Right? You worry about that with me a lot. Why, why is that? Because we're human. And you're okay. not a, an angel. <laughs> I learned that the, wrong, the hard way. <laughs> yeah. I'm not an angel. And I yeah. sin. Yeah. I sin just as much as anybody else. Maybe not just as much as anybody else. I don't think that's a great way to say that. But no. um, I do sin, right? I do fall. I am broken. Like, but like to, to preface this, like you've told me many, many times within our marriage, you're like, I'm worried that you'll stop believing in God. Or mm-hmm. I worry that you will want to go and, and do the party life. Yeah. Right. Um, I have no desire to do that. Right? Yeah. Like zero desire. So for me, it's like, where is this coming from? You know, so explain because that a little bit. Because of my to me. history, because of my okay. background. Yeah. So like I'm trying, I'm relating your life to my life, which is probably very, very incorrect. It is very, very <laughs> correct. Um, but it's like, I went through all this. So surely you're going to have to go through all this. Right. You right. know, um, but I think like, I think of you and and some of the youth kids that i'm like don't go through this don't go through this like you do not have to do right. this life you do not like and i want to i want them not to go through the the crap that i went right. through you but know? did you believe that before you'd experience someone who hasn't gone through the crap uh say that again so for example like before you met me or other people that you've met that haven't gone through that life right did you believe that it was a possibility yeah even? when i became a christian i thought it was a possibility Really? Yeah. So that's why I I I'm so, feel so strongly about mentoring and discipling. Right. Discipling specifically. It's not about mentoring. It's not about what I can do. It's about discipling people in, in the way of, of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't want them to go through what I've gone through. Right. But they, they still want to test it and figure it out by themselves. That's what happens with most teenagers, right? But what are the consequences of that? So, so like, if if you can become a new creation when you're 22 and you can still do all that fun stuff, I don't get it. Like, why not do that? Oh, what do you mean? Why not do that? Why not do all the bad stuff and then go back and, and Yeah, if God's going to save you anyway, why not do that? Because why would you want to live through that? It's, it's, it's. You're obviously doing well, right? Like your life is good. Oh my gosh. Don't do this. <laughs> don't. Your life is good. Like you've, you've, you know, got a great by job. God's and grace. You, okay, Yet again, yeah, sure. by God's grace. Sure. Not, but all, it doesn't negate all the other stuff, right? So what was the consequences of those things that you're saying are so bad? If your life is, if you're good in God's graces now, why couldn't I just become a Christian later on in life? How? Because I'm seeing the consequences of, of, of the things that I did, of, of the sex outside of marriage, of the, of the lust, of the, of the drugs, and, and not necessarily like I want to do drugs again yeah. and I want to do alcohol again, but especially the sex before marriage, that's always really, really hard. Yeah. It's, and it's still like damaging within our relationship, but I feel. Yeah. Because there's always going to be a piece of you connected to someone else, right? Exactly. And, and the reason why I'm pushing you on this, because this is what this is the questions that 
your mentees ask you. This is exactly. the questions that youth ask. And I you. don't know how to answer it. If right. I'm being completely honest, I don't know. Well, let's walk through it. Right. Because God has saved me from a lot of darkness. Mm-hmm. Right. And I see this because I have a, I have a direct parallel in my life. Right. I have a, a family member who were very close and we did the same things growing up. We did the same things. We had the same people in our lives, same mentors, same different, same friends, like everything. Right. But now one of us has chosen to obey God and one of us has chosen to not. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I have a direct, I have a direct point that shows me this is what happens when you disobey. This is what it looks like. And, and slowly over time, these two, you know, points on a graph have become distant distant memories. Right. Um, and so for me, like you didn't grow up with that exact point like I did. And so for me, I think God saved me from a lot of that stuff. And when I had the opportunity to fall into the different things, right. Like my, my first girlfriend, like she asked me to have sex multiple times. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was like, no. And that's why we broke up. Right. It's cause like I was not going to cross that line. Right. And so for me, like it was, it was this thing where it was like, I chose God in that moment and, I, and then I chose him again and I chose him again and I chose him again. And through that, he saved me th- all the pain of these, these different things. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so in my life, I feel like God has blessed me so much and done so much for me, not because of who I am or because of what I've done, but because of the obedience that I've given him to, uh, to control my life. Mm-hmm. Right. To, to surrender in the things that he's asked me to. Mm-hmm. Right. And so yes, you're still here and your life is, is relatively good. Right. And you're not seeing a lot of those consequences from when you went through all those different things, but that is often not the case, right? Right. Oftentimes it's, you get pregnant at a a wedlock and you have this baby that you have to deal with for the rest of your life. Not that that is a horrible thing because God's life is, is great, right? right? The way that he creates and all of that. But at the same time, it's like, was that God's original plan for you? Mm. Like, what did he actually want you to go through? What could have you accomplished if you did these different things, right? And vice versa. If God did ask you to get married at 19 and have a kid, like if you didn't do that, like what does that look like in your life? You know, it's all about obedience for me. And, And so this living in a new life, being a new creation, that new creation is predicated on obedience. It is, it, it, it is surrounded by obedience and so if we don't obey, we're not acting as that new creation. We're acting in our sin nature, right? But if you are a follower of Christ, that new creation is who you become. Mm-hmm. Not that you're perfect, but that you learn to surrender to God no matter what, right? Yeah. And that's where obedience comes in because it's not about how good you do the things God asks you to do. It's that you say yes to them, you know, and then let him take over from there. So what? stops a person from doing the bad things you know what i'm saying because i don't know how to answer the questions you were asking me that's why i said don't do that because like i don't know i would be like just like i I don't know the answer to that you do let's dig into it together yeah the answer to that is you love god more than yourself Mm. because if you do that then you're going to see how good god is if you obey him, you're going to see how much better his plan is than yours. And again, just like this podcast's name doesn't mean that it's going to be easy, but it does mean that it will be better. Yeah. And you're going to see that in your life. There are, there have been countless times, hundreds, hundreds, if not thousands of times in my life when I say, God, I do not deserve this. Why are you giving it to me? Yeah. 
right? Have you had those moments in your life? Like, if not, maybe you haven't been obedient to what God has asked you to do. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not it's not that these things are like promised to you. It's not like if you pray five times a day, then you're going to get $1,000. That's not how it works, but God will make your life better. What if God... It, what if something happens in your life that is good that you feel like God is giving to you and and you're still kind of not doing things 100% perfect what what about that <laughs> when's the day that you've done something 100% perfect no like you're you have been messing up and haven't been fully following like you're living in sin uh possibly yeah well for me i think like i struggled with that a lot when i was younger right mm-hmm. like we've talked previously about like why good things happen to bad people. Yeah. Why good things happen to bad people or why good things happen to sinful people. God will do what he wants to do. Period. Full stop. Yeah. Right. He will do what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. But in that, of course he wants his children to inherit what he has. Right. Not only in heaven, which he definitely will right? store up your treasures in heaven, but also here on earth. He wants us to build his kingdom here. And if you love God, you'll want to build his kingdom as well. Because if you don't do that, if you're not obedient to him, what happens to all that time that you wasted? Mm. Do you get it back? Are you able to build the kingdom as much as God wanted you to in that original plan? Mm. No, of course not. Yeah. Right? Like you're wasting so much time that God wanted to use you, whether you're seven years old or whether you're 70. God wants you in his plan. Mm. It's not just that he has a plan for you. But he wants to work with you, right? Right. He wants to make you a new creation, not just to save you, but because he wants to hang out with you, because he wants to do stuff with you, because he has a plan for you to improve the kingdom. Yeah. Do we think about it that way, right? Like we don't. Right. Oftentimes teenagers that are 16, 17, 18, they're like, oh, I just want to vape. Why can't I vape, right? Mm-hmm. Why, can't I, why can't I just go hang out with my friends and go to parties and blah, 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 blah? Because you're wasting time that God could be using you to save someone else's life. Yeah. Because you're wasting time not only punishing yourself, because that was my problem, right? That was my problem becoming a new creation is like I thought if I didn't obey God, I would just hurt myself. When I got married, I realized that was not the case. Like, my sin hurts everyone and everything around me. Yes, absolutely. So my pride, my selfishness, my lust, my anger, whatever it is. Your choices aren't just affecting yourself. It's affecting those around you. Right. No matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Not just my choices, but specifically my sin. Yeah. Right? My disobedience to God is not just a disobedience to God, but it's disobedience to the kingdom that he's trying to build. Right. And so because I wasn't obedient in these certain things, I lost the ability to do certain things. And I know that's amorphous or whatever, but like we have to think about life that way. Because if you go 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 25, 35 without obeying what God has asked you to do, then that means you've gone 15, 16, 17, 25, 35 Missing out on the opportunities that God wanted to give you in the first place. Yeah. Not just to make your life better, but to make the kingdom better. Mm-hmm. Because we missed out on your gifts. We missed out on your love and your mercy and your grace and your goodness and your kindness and your gentleness and your self-control. Like we missed out on being that example for other people, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And it's like in your life, what could God have done with the first 22 right. years of your life? Yeah. If you were a follower of Christ, mm-hmm. what would that have looked like? Right. What would your family have looked like? How would you have impacted your mom and your dad and your brothers and your sisters? Right. <laughs> and I'm not saying this like just to you, right? I'm saying this to all of us. Like how much of an impact could we have? Right? That is the answer. It's God. Cause it's not about us. It's about his kingdom and what he wants to build here. It's about who he wants us to be in that kingdom. Right? And who he wants the others around us to be, how he wants them to be impacted. And again, I don't want you, I don't want you to feel bad. Like, no, it's not like a a guilt or shame. It's just, you're right. (laughs) You know, like if, if, and if I could just learn how to voice that to the younger generation, like don't do this stupid stuff because I'm not just thinking about myself. I'm thinking about my, my the people, the people in youth that I, that I worked with back in uh, Florida, like, yeah. why are you choosing this wrong road? Yeah. You know, I know so many that are, are decided to go their own way and it's like, they're missing out on so much. And I, and I try to help them get back on course and, and it's just so hard because we're so stubborn, everybody, you know, and selfish and we want to do this fun stuff and, and like, but I have so much fun as a Christian, you know? Yeah. Like, so it's not just about me that I don't feel like, uh, like a guilt or anything because God has delivered me and I'm thankful for where I am now, but just the, the, the youth that desires to do their own will, yeah. it's heartbreaking. But this is where this passage comes into for soothing that wound, right? The old has passed away. Yeah. Right. You are a new creation. So the new has come. Yeah. Like that is who you are now. Right. So God says, while I had this plan and it's, it's true. If, if you had come to me sooner, if you had surrendered sooner, we would have done all these amazing things. That's true. However, now that you're here, let's, let's get to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, that's our heart, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like in ministry, in our lives, like that's our heart. Not just to save people for their sake, but to build the kingdom in a way that is honoring God to the best of our ability. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. It's not about guilt or shame or new creations. Yep. Yeah. And I wish my mentors or not even just my mentors, people that I would tried to lead would get it so that they don't waste their time, you know? Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Can you look at this camera so I can get a thumbnail? I'm just kidding. (laughs) You're so annoying. We're YouTubers, bro. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You want to talk about with our Patreon family a little bit why that upsets you? Or is that too much? 
It really isn't like a guilt and shame thing. No, I'm not like, saying sure, that it I is. Sure, I could have done a, a, a lived a better life. I could have done a, a extremely more. It really is more about the the youth girls that yeah. chose to do stupid stuff, that chose to uh, go the party life, that decided to do the things that I told them not to do. Right. You get what I'm right, saying? Right. Like clearly, you're like. This is the consequence if you do this thing and then they go do it anyway. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they see me now, you know, like yeah. they see me now and they're like, well, you got out of it. So I'm, I'm a do they're, they're doing exactly what I did when I was 17, because at 17, I did have the opportunity to come to Christ. Yeah. Right. Like, and I was digging into it and I was wanting him like he was pursuing me. Yeah. And I said, God, let me have fun first. Yeah. Like I denied God. Just to have fun, yeah, and do stupid crap, and and waste my life, and like, and and I see a, a specific girl, like doing the same things, and I don't know where she's at right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'll I see the ones that I saw that were more like you, and I see them also doing bad decisions because they let the world infiltrate. They let uh. Uh, love and and um, infatuation, really, and lust, and all this get in the yeah. way of of all the promises that he has. Like, if you would just stay the path, just stay the path. Be strong. Be courageous. Like, don't don't falter. Like, I think back of in, in, in a, a what's the word? Jos <laughs> Josiah? No, Jos Joe. Uh, Joshua, yeah. in the book of Joshua, he says like a million times, be strong and courageous, be yeah. strong and courageous. Like, don't stray, you know? Um, and I feel that way for, like, I'm thinking of two specific people, I guess, mm -hmm. but it's yeah. hard. But we're the outlier, right? Like, even in adult life, even in, 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 in Christianity, <clears throat> like, we are the outlier, you know? Like, we are even watching a podcast the other day, and they're talking about, like, TV shows, Right. Oh yeah, and it's like I wouldn't watch any of those TV shows. No. <laughs> like uh, they're rating their they're rating all these TV shows, right? Uh -huh. It's like okay, I would watch a few of them, but right. like many, many, many of these that they're talking about, like rating their top ten TV shows of all time. It's like I've seen like a couple episodes of that, and it's like I had to stop watching it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. same here. Like one of my right. favorite shows, I had to stop watching because right. it was too too bad. Right? You know, and, and that's our personal choice. And I get the other Christians are like. Like they, they have certain lines that they go to or whatever, but it's like, for me, it's like going back to that Timothy verse. It's like being an example mm -hmm. in what you do, Yeah, you know? And it's not that I don't watch things that other, other people might say the same thing about. Right. Yeah. But God has brought me to the place where I'm at, you know? And it's like, I don't know. Sure. But it's, thing, it's like compromising, you know, like yeah. it takes a little bit. That's all it took for David. You yeah. know, like I always think back to David, it, those baby steps, the, it matters. Yeah. So compromising a little can lead to a big mistake. If you want to check out this full episode, you can do that on patreon.com slash the snipe life. This is the best way to help us to support what we're doing here on the better, not easy channel. Thank you very much. So just that following Jesus is better, not easy.